Remember the weight of the world That's a sound that we used to buy On cassette and 45 And now this little girl She says will we make it at all Alright, so here we are everybody on uh, Breaking the Ice. I have with me creative director Andrew Boffager. Andrew is currently living in Los Angeles. He's a friend of mine from Louisiana, originally from Baton Rouge, and also lives in New Orleans. Um, Andrew, thanks for coming. Yeah, man, no problem. How's it going? It's going. What are you drinking? <laughs> it's a lovely Chardonnay. That's how you're supposed to drink it. And it's it's, it's good. very buttery. It's just so buttery. Like it's really thick and buttery. I hate the word buttery as it is associated with Chardonnay. I don't like that. Buttery Chardonnay, those two words together make They're, me annoyed. Your good friend John Beach is a big fan of the type of Chardonnay that you can buy. It's called Buttery Shard. I have seen his Instagram page. Um, let's talk let's start talking about what you see in the creative world. Um, let's talk about like... Only creative if I get to make fun of something. Okay, so... Your gift is to... Be a, an asshole. Make fun of people and to point out things about themselves that they probably know and then you highlight that and underscore it and then point that out to them and it makes them feel... I good. don't point it out to them once. I generally point it out to them over and over again. <laughs> From different directions, so it's like they're getting hit here, All right. then from a different way, right. and then this way. When did you, when did this skill become honed? Like, how did you refine this? Was it just over time, or just like steel sharpened steel, so maybe people in your life have pushed you, or you just always... Yeah, definitely been... that. I got, I got made fun of. So I got made fun of a whole bunch in high school. People making fun of you. I was skinny. My first day at U-High, I was called Ethiopian boy. Like, I... And I weighed like 90 pounds. I couldn't fight you, so I had to be able to like, I had to fit you all. It was, it's basically like my, my, my porcupines, my little needles. They flare up, and that, that therein lies the, the word, mm -hmm. the verbal assault. It's not so much of a verbal assault, it's more, a, I make, I give you a, some sort of awakening. That you did. I feel like you're painting a picture for somebody. A and terrible like, picture. This is the picture, maybe like a watercolor, and you're like, here's what it is. Do you think, do you it'd, be like, do you think it'd be like a paint by number? <laughs> do you think it would be that type of watercolor? Where it's a paint by number? I mean, I'm really, I'm really pointing out that it's like not a Picasso, it's like a paint by color, yeah. It's like, yeah, just take your paintbrush out. Paint by number, can you get it right? Yeah, paint by number. Um, <laughs> this is so, talk to me about your, talk to me about your job in creative. I mean, like working with people in entertainment industry. That shit's gotta get old. It's gotta get old. It's, <laughs> it's gotta get old. That shit's gotta get old. Um. Yeah, it can get old, but you just try to keep it interesting. I mean, just like managing someone's portfolio, I'm sure that. Well, that probably never gets old. Never. Mutual funds, 401ks, <laughs> always interesting. Legal restrictions. 
No, but how do you... Alright, so look, this is one thing I actually do want to talk that I give a shit about. is like, how do you feel like you communicate between creative directors and um, business types? Well... How do you access the conduit between there? And am I, am I even describing that correctly? No, that's right. Um, maybe not creative directors, maybe like creative and then business or like clients. I don't know, it's almost like uh, I did some, like I started out with like architecture and then I did business, so I kind of guess I got like both worlds of it and uh, they just can't talk to each other because business people are very to the point and they're very like, they're very, not very tactful with what they see as wrong and creative people are constantly putting their emotions behind whatever they're doing so like their feelings can get hurt really easily. What if someone were to say you were a creative person? <clears throat> I would get my feelings hurt. <laughs> <laughs> they're improving that you're... Anyway, um... Your, your secrets for <laughs> breaking the ice. Like, no matter what, I'm gonna come in here and just say something completely... <laughs> Okay, so drinking breaks your inhibitions, and what's your favorite drink of choice? Right now, it's vodka soda. Tito's. We're in Texas, so... So if you have to drink a shot, what's it going to be? Either a shot of Jameson or Fireball. Or, I just got turned Taylor, our good friend Taylor in Los Angeles, just turned me on to a new type of tequila called Ocho, and it is so good... So good. Because you don't want to look like you're trying too hard. If you try too hard, that is the same as death. It is. You look like you're too eager. It's just like, all right. Everything we, in life has hang on, to let me, be. Let me, let me ask you a question. So when you were in college and you're single, single will, and there was a girl, there were two girls, you asked one girl out and she's like, oh my god, I'd love to go out, I'm available tonight, I'm available tomorrow night, I'm available the night after that. Or there was a girl that's like, I might be available on Friday. Which one did you want to go out with? It depends what I was looking to do, but yeah, probably the one that was less available. There you go. Always, always want what you can't have. Well, yeah, you, you just want someone that like, I like people that come, that just seem like they're so put off by even being in the room with me. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I've always been so attracted you to love to, You're attracted to people that really look like they're really annoyed to be in the same yeah. freaking room. <laughs> Why am I here? I think That's the match for you. Those are the people Uncomfortable that are, partner. Those are the people that have always been the coolest. Like, look at people in rock and roll. It's like the people that show... Like, if you fucking did a casting call in the 70s and you brought in like the monkeys and the Rolling Stones the Rolling Stones would come in there and you'd be like please don't smoke in here and they'd be blowing cigarette smoke in your face they, they could give two shits about you and they probably wouldn't even stick around to be auditioned okay. those are the people that I think are the coolest okay that's a fair enough answer um what, what you don't have what about your opinion? I mean, I think it's my opinion is sometimes it's too cool for school. I it's think I cool. don't care about ninety five percent of the things in life, but the five things in life that I five percent of the things in life that I care about, I care way too much. What about. are they? 
list them. Give me five things. Give me five things. Give like you, you arrows to hurl at me. I'm not gonna throw anything yes, at you. you would. I'm trying to find some rapport. I think you probably already know them. I mean, band fan fan band fanding is a definite. definite What's a band fan? Band fan. You mean when you fan out? Fan out. That's definitely like I care a lot about music. So like if I want to talk about music, I'll end up caring too much and like doing what you're describing, which is. Fanning out. Trying too hard. But, yeah, you do fan out pretty hardcore. <laughs> I have seen you do it. Thanks, thanks. This isn't about me, though. Um, You've made up some really good lies to, to musicians, though. <laughs> then it, so it, the it, secret it, is to lie. It sparks their attention. Yeah, it does. I'm really good at putting myself in people's shoes. I don't know why. I think it's because I have a super overactive imagination. Yeah. Like, I can watch, like, a Google commercial will make me cry. Like, I'm just able to, like, movies and music, like, lyrics will always affect me differently than they do other people. Like, I can't talk for 30 minutes after I leave a movie because I'm, like, yeah. I don't know, I just get zoned out and I get taken away to a different place. But, yeah, I can empathize, and it's also because, like, I was that person getting made fun of. Mm-hmm. So I can see that side of it too. But now it's like, because I was that person being made fun of, it taught me to make fun of people. So it's almost like a double-edged sword that I am a victim and I'm also the fucking asshole. Every city has its own energy. Like New Orleans has like a really cool energy because it's like, it's interesting and the culture and stuff like that. Dallas has a really cool energy because like... Yeah, it's got like, great energy. The, like, people know what checkbooks are and stuff like that. <laughs> Let me interrupt you and say, like, how long were you living in Los Angeles before you decided you wanted to molest kids? <laughs> Probably about six years before I moved to Los Angeles. I knew. You mean Magic Mike? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, that's good. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate you coming to the podcast and talking about process. What process did we talk about? I don't know. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't go through any of your questions. Ask them. Just get them out of the way. I think we touched a little on process. I mean, the rest of these questions are kind of like beat up. No, it's good. Yeah, you don't time. need to ask the same questions to everybody all the time. That's fine.